Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Cars, the copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Welcome to police calling all cars. Attention all cars broadcast 92 regarding a murder. Joe Marcinaga, a Japanese, shot by an unknown assailant. That's all. Rose and Cliff. The Rio Grande Oil Company has received the following letter signed by Jerome Erickson. As a petroleum refinery engineer, I have followed with interest your advertising of Rio Grande cracked gasoline. I am familiar with the unique processes used in your cracking plant, which are far in advance of those used by any other refinery. I'm glad to testify that your claims of the advantages of cracked gasoline are entirely truthful. In fact, I believe you underdate the superiorities of cracked gasoline. But I do question your statement that Rio Grande cracked gasoline powers more police cars, ambulances, fire engines, and other emergency equipment than any other brand. How can you prove that the sweeping statement? Well, Mr. Erickson, we can prove every claim we make for Rio Grande cracked gasoline. You know that our patented cracking process gives our gasoline exclusive advantages. In soliciting city contracts, we talk with competent chemists and engineers and induce these officials to test Rio Grande cracked against any other gasoline. The result is that the leading cities and counties of California and Arizona now specify Rio Grande cracked gasoline exclusively. So, Mr. Erickson, if you will add the number of police cars, fire engines, and other emergency equipment operated by Arizona's largest city, Phoenix, and its largest county, Maricopa, to the cars operated by such California cities as Oakland, Berkeley, Marysville, Fresno, Bakersfield, Los Angeles, and San Diego County, and many others, you will find that the vast majority of the emergency cars in the territory where Rio Grande is sold use Rio Grande cracks because it gives the best performance of any gasoline they can buy. And now we are privileged to present Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department, who has a word for you. Chief Davis. Good evening, friends. The tentacles of the narcotic traffic are far-reaching. And the byproducts, crimes of possession and sale of narcotics, range from petty theft to murder. When our men face a narcotic case that entails orientals, then the task is doubly and triply difficult. For here we meet the craft in painstaking attempts to avoid detection of a drug trafficker linked with the wily taciturnity of the Oriental. But the officer has two strong forces on his side. One is right, and the other, the honesty and civic-mindedness of the Orientals living in our midst. The case you are about to hear was broken because the Japanese refused to be a party to breaking the law of his adopted land. Our policing job would be very easy if the Native American elements of the population 
broke the law as infrequently as do our Pacific and Japanese fellow citizens. One night late last April, a Japanese tanker slowly makes its way to the spring fog in the Los Angeles Harbor. While the rest of the crew is busy preparing docking gear, two shadowy figures approach the stern. Quickly drop two packages wrapped in oil skin over the side. Five minutes later, a Japanese fisherman reclaims the packages from the oily waters of the bay. And in half an hour, Master Naga, Japanese joke runner, dressed as a gardener, rattles citywood in an old model seaport. It is still an hour before midnight when he knocks on the door of a house in a lethal street. Ah, you are late, Matsunaga. See, there's sometimes a traitor to circumspection, Honorable Kobayasha. I have merely been careful. You have brought the packages? As I promised. You arrive none too soon. Poor thing grows in pleasure. Poor thing? He who dictates the laws of Chinatown? Even so. Oh, so then I understand your impatience. With him, on the other side of that door, is also the great Song Gao, with two of such men as customers. Our lives from this moment on can be one never-ending succession of joy of ease. Wait on the outside. I will bring you all your money as soon as I have completed the transaction. Honorable gentlemen, he has six ounces of morphine on about first. He has expected more. It was the most he could procure at this time. But there will be more. Hmm. The quality. Oh, the best. I swear my honor upon it. And the price. Five hundred dollars. It is not an inconsiderable amount. Oh, yes. It is not beyond the reach for two or such gentlemen who are satisfied only with the best. Five hundred dollars is five hundred dollars. Your venerable Lee Poe has a written. For every prudent one who turns away from the lotus path, there are ten who will gladly follow it. Others of my acquaintance will say five hundred dollars. So, gentlemen, uh, for fine marking, your price is fair. Mm. We will pay it. I was already aware that I was dealing with gentlemen of airship perception. Here's your five hundred dollars. And here is your six ounces of morphine. May you live ten thousand years. to encroach upon your hospitality. Oh, is something wrong? There is. There is the morphine you sold at. What is the matter? It is of inferior grade. It is worthless for our purposes. You must return our money. Oh, but gentlemen, I cannot understand. I am sure the merchandise was of the finest. You are not a user, Okabayaka. We are. Therefore, there can be no question which of us is the better judge. Uh, take your morphine and give us our money. Oh, I'm very sorry, gentlemen. I cannot understand how this happened. I have been the victim of misrepresentation. 
I was positive the morning was of the final. It may be as you say, but it does not concern us. We want our money back. Well, it is not possible to pay all this moment. If you give me time... How much time? What? Maybe two days? A week? You shall have a week. At the hour of the deepening shadow, seven days from now, we will return. Matanaga, you have dishonored me. Oh, how is that, uh, Okabayasa? The more thing you brought me is worthless. Tungaho and Wu Sing have responded. We demand their money back. Oh, but we can't do that. Uh, we did not know it is the Honorable Araki in Yokohama who is to blame if your morphine was fine. Your Araki will do nothing. You all know that. We must make good to the two Chinese. You must return your share of the money. Oh, but I have spent much of it. I have paid the Matsu. It is the Matsu. Oh, but the Matsu has paid the two sailors on the boat. Then you must get the money back from them. Let them return the morphine to Araki in Yokohama. Oh, the two sailors have gone. The boat has sailed. Oh, I hear enough excuses. You get me that money. Oh, oh, I will do my best. Something to eat, honorable sir? Yes. Very much. A glass of hot pocket. And draw the curtains to the booth. If anybody asks for me, you tell them you have not seen me. Okay. Save yourself the trouble. We shall draw the curtains ourselves. Oh, no. Yes. Also, who thinks? You seem to have been avoiding us, Elsa We called at your house several times since your week was up. You were not home. No, I... I've been very busy uh, getting your money. And you have the money? No, not so all of it. All I could get was $150. Here, take it. It is not enough. But it is all I could get. Please understand, gentlemen. I am not responsible for it. I acted in very good faith. Who is responsible? Matunaga. He delivered the morphine to me. He received it from the boat. He is responsible. Then collect the money from him. Oh, I have tried. Thank it. Oh, but $35. I have added all the money I have. It only comes to $150. It is not enough. I can do nothing more. It is not enough. But what shall I do? You have caused us to lose faith. Oh, I'm very sorry. I... Your sorrow, no matter how deeply felt, cannot compensate our losing faith. Our honor must be appeased. But uh, how? You say this Matunaga is responsible? Wait, yes. Then he must pay with money or with his life. Oh, he cannot pay money. He has no money. Then you must take his life. Oh, no. I know murder. You must save our faith. But uh, it is very simple problem. You take Matunaga's life or we take yours. I have done my best. I am not guilty. I am a man of honor. You must save our faith. But if I kill Matunaga, they will send me to prison. And if you don't, our hatchet man will visit you. Prison is a beautiful garden of cherry blossoms compared to the hot hill of a hatchet man. And if you are clever, you do not have to go to prison. <laughs> our hatchet man, if his services are required, Will not go to prison. Oh, gentlemen, 
Surely there is some other way. You are men of honor. Exactly. That is why our honor must be preserved. There is nothing more to say. If Masunaga is not dead within four days, he will visit you again. Good night. All ready. Sorry, Mercy. Oh, take it away. I'm not hungry now. For three days, Okabayasha in mortal dread searches for Masanaga. But no one in little Tokyo knows the dope runner's address. For while in Masanaga has no residence except in his automobile in which he apparently lives. Finally, as the time limit imposed for the two Chinese approaches, Okabayasha, trudging down East First Street, sunk in desperation, recognizes Masanaga's car parked before the noodle joint. His decision made, Okabayasha clambers into the rear of the sedan, settles down to wait for his quarry. A half hour later, Masanaga, accompanied by two Japanese, leaves the restaurant. The same as we have our passenger. Yes, Matanaga. I saw your car. I thought perhaps you might be driving near my house. Oh, it's a pleasure to accommodate the Honorable Okabayasa. Get in, my friend. Get in. At the corner of First Street and Boyle Avenue, Matanaga drops one of the Japanese. Continuing on toward Hollandbeck Park, the remaining trio travel in silence. Then, as they are approaching Hollandbeck Park at the corner of Fourth and Twentieth, get out, Mother, and help our passenger out. He uh, lives in this neighborhood. Our tour. This is your stop, Okabayasa. Please go get out. You keep out of this. You got the money, Masunaga? No, I told you I could get no money. You refuse to get the money? Yes, I refuse. Huh? I cannot get it. Very well. You have had your chance. Oh, no, no. Oh, Is it your life or mine? Help, mother. Shut up, you. Help, help. You are his friend. I kill you, too. Come back here. Come back. Calm down now and tell us what happened after he chased you into the park. He was shooting after me and hitting the wrist. So, you'll see here. Well, how'd you get away from me? I think he passed, hiding in bush. Then, when he's going after me in great distance, I'm taking off shoes and going to barber shop of friends, Sokomoto, and calling you Richman. He took off the shoes. Why? Oh, not wanting to make any noise for him to knowing where I am. I see. Now, who was this guy that did the shooting? I'm not knowing. Never seen him before. You the boss here? Oh, yes, the police, sir. Are these two guys in here with another guy about midnight last night? Oh, yes, sir. I think I might be so. You know a friend of theirs of the name of Oka? Oka? Oh, many Japanese have a name, Oka. Okamoto. Okajima. Oka, who else? That's nice. Like looking for John Smith. A priest? Uh, nothing. You know Masanaga, don't you? Oh, Masanaga. Oh, yes, sir. I thinking Masanaga were eating here with these two honorable gentlemen last night. Well, do you know any fellows with the name of Oka that Masanaga hung out with? Oh, not knowing for sure. But a priest, uh, may I ask a question? Sure. What do you want to know? Is honorable uh, Masanaga dead yet? What? Say, what are you talking about? Did you know he was going to die? Oh, 
I know him got nothing. Come on, come on. What are you talking about? Oh, well, I'm not interfering in Chinaman's affairs. Chinaman's affairs? What do you mean? Oh, well, a couple of days ago, I hearing uh, two Chinaman say to customer, if a Masanaga not near the four days, they kill customer. You did? Well, why didn't you tell the police? Oh, none of my business. I'm not wanting to be killed by Chinaman, too. What was the name of the customer these Chinaman threatened? Oh, I'm not remembering, sir. Oh, come on, come on. What was his name? I cannot remember. Listen, this is important. Masanaga's dead. If two Chinese told this guy to kill Masanaga or be killed, then this customer of yours is a murderer. Was his name Oka? Oh, I'm thinking maybe so he called Oka. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, for certain. I hear Chinaman saying good night, Oka. Oka Bayasha. Oka Bayasha. What did he look like? Oh, I'm not noticing. I'm not wanting to be killed by Chinaman. Listen, you've got to remember what he looked like. Oh. I think maybe he have a round face. Maro, is the man who rides with you have a round face? Oh, yes. Are you having a round face? How is he dressed? He's wearing cuffs. A gray sweater, maybe. How old was he, Matsu? Oh, maybe for he living uh, 50 years on earth. Uh, how much did he weigh, Moses? Oh, I'm not sure, but I... California Police State Teletype broadcast 13 to all points. Be on the lookout for Joe Okabayasha, Japanese, 50 years old, height 5 feet 7, weight 185 pounds, wearing dark sweater, dark cap, fat, round face, known gambler. This suspect may attempt to escape by Japanese fishing boats from Terminal Island, wanted on suspicion of murder. How about those prints we found on the car? We can account for all of them. Either Masanagas, Motos, or Monsters. Found out anything else about Okabayasha? Uh, mighty little. You know, this case smells of dope to me. That's what I've been thinking. I just told Eddie Chitwood about it, and he's working on that angle. How about the Japanese colony? What do you mean? Well, they're self-respecting, law-abiding citizens. That is, 99% of them. When one of their countrymen breaks the law, they consider it a personal insult to their race. Mm. We're glad to, to help us. Why don't you call the Japanese papers and ask them to play up this story and run a description of Okabayasha? They'll play ball with us. Good idea, Pat. Now do it right away. Patton is right. The Japanese editors are more than willing to cooperate in the manhunt, and their outraged editorials appeal to the Japanese population all over California to look for this renegade of their race and turn him over to the authorities. Several days go by while a Japanese attorney assists Hearst and Patton in their investigation. And then one evening on a lettuce ranch on the outskirts of Brawley in the Imperial Valley. Oh, nothing, nothing. Yes. Are we having visitors who come to our humble house? Your kinsman, Okabayasa. I am not surprised. Hello, cousin Naki. Have you no welcome for me? You are not welcome here, Okabayasa. You have killed a man. Oh, even so. I'm your kinsman. You are your no hand. longer my kinsman, Okabayasha. You have brought disgrace to our house. But I could not help it. You do not understand. It was his life or mine. You have come far from the old teachings, Okabayasha. Better to commit parikiri than dishonor your name and your race. But, Kazanaki... Uh, it is people like you who make it difficult for the rest of us to live happily in this alien land. Oh, I have no strength to stand here and discuss such things. I am tired and hungry, Kazanaki. I've been walking many nights. I must get across the border to Mexico. Then they cannot follow me. The coward's way lies in flight. The brave man shows us death. Hear me, Naki. Will you help me to cross the border? 
All you need to do is drive me to collect it. I will not help you, I thought. I will give you no food. I will do nothing for you. You are less than a crawling beetle since you have brought this class upon all who want me and respect you. Oh, what will I do? I do not care what you do. If I were you, I would drown myself in the salt and sea. Oh, we do not look upon things the same way. I can't say that. If you will not help me, I will find someone who will. No doubt there are people in the neighborhood who have no honor. But you will not find them among your countrymen. Raleigh Police Department. You have better send some policemen down to irrigation bits. Why, what's up? Uh, something that will interest you. Well, what is it? Two Mexicans going down that way. Well, what of it? Another person with them. You go finding. Well, who's the other person? Oh, uh, maybe a white woman, maybe not. But you can't for finding. Well, now look here, I. Hello. Hello. Uh, uh, what is it, Sergeant? Uh, some Japanese says a couple of Mexicans are taking a white woman down to the irrigation ditch. A white woman? Well, he, he isn't sure. He, he wouldn't say for sure. Probably a crackpot. But you two boys better go down there and look around. Okay, Sergeant. Okay, Sergeant. Then you promise to get me across the border tonight? Si, amigo. Well, first we must have our pay. Oh, I cannot pay you all in money. Well, it is too bad, amigo. But I have two ounces of very fine morphine. It is worth more than you ask. Oh, and that is different. Oh, and that is different. Come back here by the street. I will let you stand for you. Police? 
The car police wanting Okabayata. I guess you know that as well as we do. No, not knowing. What do you have down here in El Centro, isn't it, Okabayata? Oh, yes. I thinking sometimes cannot stand in heat. Pretty cool up in L.A. Nice breeze blowing in from the ocean. I'd like to go back up there. Oh, no, no. No, I want to go out to Los Angeles. But you're going just the same. Why did you kill Masunaga? No, no, not killing anyone. Listen, Okabayata, it's too hot to argue. We know you're dead. Oh, no. Honorable gentleman, make a mistake. No killing. Okabayasha feeling no uh, one. Are you feeling too bad to lie convincingly, Okabayasha? Listen, you've been described by Moto and Matsu, who were in the car with Masunaga that night. You've been described by the proprietor of the noodle joint the night the Chinaman threatened to get you. And we have your fingerprints from your apartment in Los Angeles, as well as on the gun they found on you in Brawley, the gun that you used to murder Masunaga with. We'll prove all these things in court, and we'll send you up for murder. Of course, if you confess now, you might get a lighter sentence. Anyway, it's cooler up in the L.A. County Jail than it is down here in El Centro. Well, how about it, Robert Kayasha? Want to come clean? Oh, what is the hungry dare to do when Fuji's corn is white and the cherry trees are buried deep in the cold wet snow? Huh? What did you say? Oh, I was a sighting chunker by Japanese poet. It having meaning of hopelessness. Yeah, meaning that you're up against it, huh? Or well, it's seeming to be will of God that Okabayasha is taught. Well, looks like it. Very well. I telling everything. I shooting Masunaga. I having good reason. It's not being my fault. And so Joe Okabayasha makes a detailed confession to the Los Angeles officers. And as soon as his wounds have healed enough, he is brought to Los Angeles to face charges of murder and assault with intent to commit murder. His preliminary trial is held before Judge Ellis Egan, and Okabayasha, pleading guilty to second-degree murder, takes the stand in his own Yes. I killing Masunaga. I am being guilty for murder in American law, I maybe. But American, not understanding of the laws, Japanese and Chinaman, he have other laws. He have laws of saving faith. And that break law. Chinese tell me lose faith. We have to stay faith for them. Or they kill me. They saving faith. Very hard American understand. Very easy Japanese understand. I killing Martina. But not being very guilty. I having for killing. Or I being killed. It is like Big Bear. And Hunter. If Hunter not killing Big Bear, Big Bear killing Hunter. I'm not being very guilty. But Okobayashi's ingenious explanation of the Oriental Code of Ethics fails to impress Judge Egan. Climbs up the case by finding the Japanese guilty and sentencing him to San Quentin Penitentiary for from five years to life. Thank you, Chief Davis. Warning to all motorists. 